gummy. That's what it's called? No, I don't know the name of the sculpture. If anybody knows anything about art, we'd love to oh have gosh, you on because you need to come over. <laughs> because I don't get it. I don't get it. Some I of want some to get of it, it I do too badly. Like I'm s- desperate to understand. Although I do feel like going into a gallery like you do like kind of feel assimilated into the culture of the art world and then as soon as I'm out of there I'm like, "Oh, I forget everything." Hmm. Like, what's the meaning of her holding a cupcake? Like, it's such a, it's such a, like, interesting sculpture. Can you see her butt crack? Or is your eyes not that good either? (laughs) I can see the cheek separation. Yeah. I don't know why she's holding a cupcake. I know nothing about her. Okay. Kate's parents got some really well-renowned art. And we're trying to... We've been analyzed. We've been art critics today. Yeah, it's so. been fun. Anyway, but we are clearly rusty. It took us a while to get this rolling today. <laughs> yeah, the setup wasn't the smoothest, but here we are. It's been a while. It's been so long. I'm so excited to be back. Me too. We have so much to recap. So today, we're just going to be doing just that. We have had some travels and. Um, so we're going to do a little recap on that and then talk about this upcoming season and what to expect. I like the sound of that. All right. Yeah, we last time we left the people, we were off onto our varied adventures. Mm-hmm. I went to Southern Africa compared mm-hmm. to where you went in yeah. Northern Africa. True. And then you also went to Italy. I did. And I also went to Dubai. You did. And then we both went to Cabo. And then we both went to Cabo. So wrapped it up real nicely with that one. Yes. We've got Texas next week. We have Texas next week. Really looking forward to that. So that's exciting. Yeah. I think the main takeaway that we both had being abroad was just how different life is in America. It is really difficult to wrap your mind around how different life is here especially considering like okay you went to Kenya and Tanzania I think the average person would anticipate it to be different I went to Morocco I think the average person would anticipate it to be different but even being in Italy like a westernized industrialized country first world country you would imagine it would be similar and it so is not yeah and I don't know if I could put my finger on like what makes these like obviously when I'm in Tanzania 50 miles away from civilization like I can't put my finger on what's different it's (laughs) that there's no cell service and there's that the animal population outweighs the human population 10 to 1 like there's certain things where I'm like oh like that is definitely different than Newport Beach (laughs) ever so slightly but I also feel like it's in way more of the nuances, like the food even. Like if we just talked about the food. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the food. So I ate basically, uh, it wasn't like a meal plan that makes it sound like camp. It was like whatever you're served, you know, you're eating because it's kind of all pre-planned, pre-portioned because they don't have access to grocery stores. Mm-hmm. So it's all bought you know, and planned far in advance. Right. So I wasn't like looking at a menu every night being like, oh, I'll get the salad or 
Right. You know, I'm going to skip dessert. Like it's just kind of served. Right. So I basically ate anything that they would give me like no restrictions, you know. Quick question. Did they ask you guys ahead of time if anybody had any dietary restrictions? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. It wasn't like if you're celiac, sorry, you're eating gluten. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. But if you if you said no, like you're still, you know, you're just along for the ride. You get what you get. You get what you get. Right. And I was expecting myself to be like, like, I don't normally eat that. Well, okay. I do eat pretty crazy, but I don't normally like day to day, like eat mm-hmm. pancakes for breakfast and right. whatever. So I was expecting to feel like a little bit lethargic, sluggish, maybe even some stomach aches because I also don't eat a ton of gluten. Mm-hmm. And there was like sandwiches and pastas. And I literally felt better than I do when I'm home eating like vegetables, mm-hmm. which I feel like is not normal. No, it's not. And the same is true. I was in like Italy of all places, like everything is pasta and bread and pizza. pizza. And I ate way more than I normally do. I ate way more carbs in general than I normally do, way more wheat products than I normally do. And never did I feel bloated. Never did I feel overly stuffed. Never did I feel like sluggish or have any kind of stomach problems. The entire time I felt like on top of the world. Even the dairy. I literally oh, yogurt yeah. every morning um, in Tanzania. And I was like, oh, like, I'm just like signing myself up for this at this point. Like, right. <laughs> right. And no, like never once did I feel like my stomach was upset in any way. Yeah. And I think this is like a good time to kind of talk about the stuff that we're going to cover this season. Because, I mean, one huge thing is glyphosate. And which is like, if you guys aren't familiar, it's like this product that's sprayed on most of our crops. And even if it's not sprayed directly on a certain crop, like if it's an organic farm or something like that, like it can spray onto others and we'll like get into the details of it. But like, it's one of the many reasons that like foods that shouldn't be irritants to people are irritants to them in America, because it's so rampant in everything that we grow, even things like our vegetables that you would tend to assume are healthy and good for you are like essentially being tarnished and poisoned by these different products that they're using on the crops. And then that goes one step further where I was saying that the dairy didn't affect me, but the Mm. wheat that the dairy animals in America eat Mm -hmm. is all sprayed heavily. Yeah. Or it's just made from GMO product. Yeah. So, yeah, that was that to look forward to. That would be a great whole episode, honestly. Yeah, I would love to talk about that. Stay tuned. I'm going to rip apart the agriculture industry (laughs) like we normally do. (laughs) We have nothing (laughs) nice to say about anybody. We have nice beaches. It's so pretty here. (laughs) Fair trade. Fair trade. It just is, it's, I don't know, it's fascinating to me. And it's, well, and it's interesting because it's like all of this is so secretive. Like it's difficult to find the information. Like they don't have to put anything on the label. Speaking of which, we just got back from Cabo and that was a huge difference. So you took a picture of it. We'll put it up. I'll post it. And they like warn you on the label, similar to like a cigarette package warning where it says like excessive calories, excessive sugar, 
big red writing with an exclamation mark and like a hazard symbol. Right. So it's essentially like, um, I don't know exactly how they decide which products it goes on, but I'm assuming it's based on like whatever your average 2000 calorie diet and what you should be getting within your macros of all of those things. And if it it exceeds that and its nutrition value doesn't warrant it, it has this like giant warning on it the same way that cigarettes do as it should, because cigarettes aren't the only thing that isn't hazardous that are hazardous to your health right it was on a can of coke for reference yes. also coca-cola so it's my dad's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but so that was probably the most notable thing for me mm-hmm. was like not being in control of my diet and expecting to feel worse for it but actually feeling way better yeah just simply based off of the area and the country that the food was farmed in, Mm -hmm. which a note on that, I visited the most lovely farm while I was there. It was called Gibbs farm. And I realized that that is where I want to retire and live out my days. Not that farm specifically in Tanzania, because it's a little bit far from like friends and family. Right. Especially in old age, like, right. You might want to be closer to, but I want to live on like a fully run, um, like self, I'm blanking on the word. Okay. But it fuels itself essentially from like top to bottom. Great. Really, really interesting. Like the animals provide the fertilizer, which provides the vegetables, which they then feed the animals. Like it's like the whole cycle. Right. And it's so cool. That is so cool. I loved it. I could see that for you. Yeah. So if anyone has like a few acres that they want <laughs> me to build a farm on, <laughs> you have my contact information. Give us a call. Yeah. I think one of the biggest things for me, and this is like less about specific products or anything like that but coming back to the U.S. I like felt so much anxiety about coming back to being extraordinarily aware and self-conscious of my appearance yeah and we obviously live somewhere like Orange County and then even more specifically, Newport Beach. I would imagine other than maybe like Beverly Hills, Newport Beach is like the plastic surgery capital of America, if I had to guess. I'm not sure. We can we'll pull up the stats. look it up. But we live in this place that is like such a bubble. And when it comes to appearance and body image, especially for women, it can be very, very difficult to live here. And I think I've been here for long enough that I kind of forgot what impact it was having on me because it starts so subtly and like at some point you stop remembering what it's like to not be hyper focused on that yeah and I think especially in Europe like people have like a different type of confidence there Mm -hmm. and I can't explain it it's like almost like a inner chicness like they don't (laughs) even have to be like dressing in a particular way or looking a certain height size shape but they just like have this confidence and it's almost like a cool energy Mm -hmm. and I sound like kind of woo-woo right now and I'm realizing it as the words are leaving my mouth but I don't think you sound woo-woo at all yeah like if you've ever traveled to Europe you will know it's like this effervescence that specifically the women have but all the people have it oh the Italian men well, they're just straight up cocky at this point. <laughs> Are you watching? Oh, no, you're not watching White Lotus. No, but I'm 
I'm jumping on board as soon as I finish the holiday um, special of the Great British Bake Baking Show. That is like a perfect depiction of Italian people. So mm-hmm. the visitors are obviously all American, but the staff. Is oh, all, it's at an Italian. It's all Italian. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. Yeah. But yeah. Well, one thing too, like t- on the note of style and kind of chicness is that brand names and like brand logos being this like big flashy thing is just not the case there. Like you wouldn't have any idea if somebody's shirt cost $500 or $15 because the just sense of fashion is completely different. Like there isn't this hyper obsession on brand and like showing what brand you're wearing. Like it's not these big flashy logos. It's much more subtle and it's like there's a really big difference I feel like between having style and like being on trend and over there 100%. it's so much less about trends and like keeping up with it because people aren't like constantly forced into like buying more and more and more to keep up with the new trends yes there's like this classic elegant chicness amongst them I can see the way they dress right now and even when it comes to like their appearance too like there you can tell that there isn't this fixation on looking perfect all the time like people don't have a face full of makeup and their hair perfectly in place and all of these different things that we have here and it's not to say like obviously whatever makes you feel confident you should do if wearing a face full of makeup every single day makes you feel good you should do that if wearing no makeup every day makes you feel good great if you're good with plastic surgery and you want to enhance certain features on yourself great if not also great but when like everybody around you is kind of shape-shifting into something that's this like unrealistic ideal of beauty and fitness and health and perfection it's so easy to get pulled into it when in reality like that was never your vision of what you thought beauty was or what how you felt beautiful and coming back I like it really hit me that for three weeks I literally didn't think about what my body looked like. I didn't think about whether or not like I had enough makeup on for the restaurant I was in. And coming back, I've like tried to be aware of that, but it's so hard when like that is just your reality and where we live. It's like such a stark version of reality and like so not the reality that other people live. Um, And I feel like it takes like constant reminders and like getting pulled out of your element in situations like that to remember that like that's not normal. Like people don't just look like that. I know. And obviously what we did is like a super extreme exaggerated version of pulling yourself out of reality. Like in no way are we saying like go travel across the Atlantic Ocean for three weeks to experience what we've experienced. But even when you do like a social media detox, if you like tell yourself like, hey, for one whole day just delete the apps off your phone like don't delete your account obviously but delete them off your phone so you're not like going to that trigger brain response to open Instagram and just mindlessly scroll like I did that recently and that even puts your brain in a different state where you're so much less comparative Mm -hmm. like so much it is so crazy and to bring it back to fashion honestly having Instagram makes me like such a more like anxious shopper I feel like Mm -hmm. because I'm looking at like all of these things it's like a new thing every single day and you're like oh shit I need that now 
and you like put stuff in carts and you're like oh like i don't like any of my clothes but Mm -hmm. when you're not scrolling instagram as much you really are like satisfied like you're like yes right have the clothes i need to wear exactly it was so funny like listening to the boys talk about it recently they were like it's just like every every other week like there's a new trend like there's something cool out that you're supposed to get and like they just keep making us buy all this new stuff as if they like just for the first time thought about what capitalism like, is oh are you serious and it's like tell me more hmm, yes but like that's part of it like that's part of and not that like these countries that we're mentioning especially like the european ones aren't capitalist free market economies they are but it's just different like they have a lot of structures in place because they lean more socialist that like avoid some of this stuff and prevent it so it's just you know important to be aware of what's influencing you really yeah and I do feel like there's been a shift in like the both of us even like with the way I don't know we shop do you feel like that's true since coming back yeah I'm like more I feel like more like conscious of it Mm -hmm. and I'm kind of like cleansing my like space and the closet mm-hmm. i don't know it feels good that is good especially before like the new year too yeah that's like one of my favorite things to do well yeah i texted you today to tell you about the aritzia sale <sighs> yeah what the heck man? well okay because the thing is like okay let's all be honest about aritzia sales some like you'll have an item and they're like our biggest sale of the year which by the way like they claim to only have two sales a year and it's not true no. they have sales like at least once a season. They also have stuff constant on sale. Constantly on sale. Yes. So they're like our only sale or like one of our two sales or whatever. And then you go and you look and you're like, sweet. And there's like all these red slashes and you're like, yes, it's I on sale. I looked at one. And then you get there and it's like regularly $175. Today, $172. Literally $2. One of the That's items, not a sale. One of the items I looked at had $2 off of it. That's not even tax. I was genuinely confused. I was like, okay and like but some people don't even they're just like it's on sale the red slash i thank you for bringing this up is so powerful it's so powerful aloe is currently doing it the red slashing through everything and it is so effective (laughs) it is crazy whatever marketing agency or human being came up with that genius you know who's a genius and my mom my mom is a victim cole's shoot do they do you know about Kohl's do they do that okay what they do is they have these like digital signs about like on every little um whatever thingy with the rock I guess with the clothes on it and it says like original price or like competitor price or something and then their price and it's like sometimes it's not even a big difference sometimes it is significant but it's like that's always your price you're just putting up and like who says I'm not gonna go look it up I'm not going to go look and see if this is more expensive on Nike. Like I'm in the store. You're telling me it's $15 cheaper. I believe you. I believe you. That's that is annoying because that's like putting up a pair of like Amazon knockoff Mm -hmm. headphones and being like beats slash like this is what you're really good. And I'm like, okay, but I wasn't even looking at the beats. Do you want to hear something crazy? What? I don't remember where I saw this, but the stores like TJ Maxx and Ross and like other discount retailers that have these like name brand items, Nordstrom Rack, you know the ones that have these name brand products and it's telling you that you're getting it at a major discount. And you're like, wow, I'm getting this Nike sweatshirt for $15. Like what a steal. Okay. So like how does it get from Nordstrom to Nordstrom Rack or like any other major retailer to Ross? It's overstock. 
the stuff that didn't sell. Okay. Apparently not. Apparently these brands, Nike, I don't know why I keep harping on Nike, but these brands create products with different fabrics, different quality, different like sewing, different everything that go directly to these discount retailers. And they're still making a markup on it. Yes. And because the quality is lower, like you're not getting the same product that you got. No, it is really wild. Okay, so here's the thing with Black Friday and sales, because this is really timely right now, because today I felt super overwhelmed, not because I was like, oh, I have so many places to shop. I was like, gosh, like, do I even need things at all of these places that are emailing me right now? Mm -hmm. You literally don't. You You know a tip that somebody gave me? Put stuff in carts that you actually want and then wait. Uh, No, but yeah, you should do that. (laughs) What was it? It was just about creating an email address that is specifically for all of the promos that you literally never log into. Because I think like some of like, for example, I have like an older email address where most of that stuff goes to, but I still use it for something. So I'm like logging into it at least every once in a while because like ridiculously important things are connected to it from five years ago. For example, my student loans. Like, Oh my God. Okay. You know, like I have to get in there at some point. So I like periodically I'm looking in there but like specifically creating an email that is only for that and that's the only email you put in for every time you have to create an account for another stupid website and another dumb brand that it goes there you literally never look at it that's genius except for Black Friday or ever well it said except for your birthday because usually you get like special promos on your birthday but like yeah maybe Black Friday but again like then you're just going to be overwhelmed yeah the ads right now are out of control they're out of control and also you didn't want these things and you're not saving more money than you would have if you just didn't buy them. That's I, another someone mental has to remind us of that. Like, like you didn't hurdle. want, you didn't want those shoes. Like, so you would have said the shoes were a hundred dollars and you paid 80 and you're like, Holy, what a great deal. I saved $20. You would have saved $80 if you just hadn't even looked and clicked that email. Yeah. So consumer behavior is crazy. I know I'm in a consumer behavior course right now. <laughs> You should talk to them about discount retailers. I should. Well, yeah. I'm about to have my feet feet in it. So I'll keep you all posted. I can't wait to learn about that. Yeah. So anyway, that was like a big shift coming back. Just realizing like how hyper obsessed I am when I'm here with like keeping up with trends, like buying everything that other people have, looking the way other people look, being so obsessed with the way my body looks and how I look when I go out and like all the things. And like most people that know me are probably like, bitch, I see you every day. You don't put a drop of makeup on your face and you have a sweaty bun 24 seven. But you know what? That doesn't mean I'm not thinking about it and I'm not self-conscious about it. Well, also like a microcosm is like the gym. Like we're in the gym every day and like some people look so put together there. Yeah. It's overwhelming. Yeah. And I think that's some that's something I like talk to my therapist about actually because like in particular Moxie Number one, we live in Orange County. Number two, we live in Newport, Costa Mesa. Number three, we spend the majority of our time at a luxury boutique fitness studio where the standard (laughs) that you would assume is set by the demographic is completely unrealistic. It just is. And I think like far and away what we get from the studio is positive like the relationships the connections the energy the focus on health and taking care of yourself and all of those things 
But we can also admit that it's difficult to walk into a building every single day where the vast majority of the people around you look, quote unquote, perfect. It's overwhelming. It's really hard. I'm trying to think of like actionable ways that like you don't let it consume you. I think, I mean, for me, I've just had to like intentionally and consciously fight it and like not allow myself to succumb to it like I would wake up in the morning for my 7 a.m and like my instinct is to like eat and I wouldn't put much makeup on but like to do my eyebrows and like put a little mascara on and like put some under eye brightener or whatever and it's like I'm going to the gym I'm about to sweat this off like I'm I will not allow and truly it's me like it's pressure I'm putting on myself nobody there is telling you that you need to look that way like it is all self-inflicted Right. And so I think it just has to be like being aware of when those things start to consume you and dictate your behavior. And that's freaking hard. Totally. So anyway, that's something we all just need to work on. (laughs) Obviously, the trips were beautiful, magnificent when it trade them for the world. Mm -hmm. But there were definitely some struggles. (laughs) I personally... (laughs) (laughs) experience something that I hope none of you have to experience honestly I'm just gonna say it so like I said we're about 50 kilometers at any given moment when um on safari from actual civilization and by that I mean you know irrigation water systems hospitals satellites Basically, anything that makes up a city or a home, we were without. So the tents that we were staying in were, like, all above ground, uh, no irrigation. We did the bucket showers. You, you have someone on the other end pouring a bucket of water in through your shower. Still feels like a real shower. Wait, 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 wait. There was a human being continuously pouring water on top of you? Not on top of me. Through the spout that then poured on top of me. And they just were going yeah you told them there's five gallons okay and he just stands back there and you're separated with a canvas so you had to tell them when you were ready to take a shower or they told you when it was time to take no typically we would come back from the game drive and then you would get ready for dinner because dinner served all at the same time for the camp because obviously they have like spare time to cook with the electricity that they have so everyone typically showers around the same time and you have a tent tenant that will help you with certain things like the he'll walk you from into your tent because of the animals you're in the middle is he armed of a reservation he's armed with a machete because they're all maasai warriors like a big knife. so if okay so if an animal did attack they're all trained to kill anything but what if it came for you first it's not like he could shoot it well it didn't okay i'm just i'm just so i just sorry i want you to paint a picture but okay he has a machete so it's scary at all times you're like a little bit scared okay Okay. (laughs) so basically yeah the camps are beautiful luxury camps i don't want it to sound like i was like roughing it it was literally the trip of a lifetime it's like I I wouldn't trade it for anything, but there are some elements that were particularly rough, right? The showers being one of them, because it's obviously a little bit awkward to shower with someone like right 
almost behind a curtain from you pouring water on you that's not like your family or significant other right and then also i would just feel bad i'd be like like the whole time i didn't shave my legs or wash my face in the shower for days yeah it was literally body wash right and even then i would turn off the water in between suds because i was so anxious right and also these people were angels like Mm -hmm. really really just like special humans right so that was that and moving forward through the bathroom so the tent is obviously one big room and everything's just separated by curtains so it's the bed and like say a dresser like something to put your suitcase on and then a curtain and then the greater bathroom which is the toilet the shower and the sink all together all together Mm -hmm. sometimes the toilet was between the shower and the sink unique isn't that (laughs) so (laughs) if you went with a partner or a family member you obviously shared a bathroom and this bathroom was all one like i'm saying all one like if you're looking at the shower you're also looking at the toilet and the sink you can see everything so i went with my whole family and my boyfriend g And we shared a tent at every location we went to. And when I tell you, I've never been closer to another human being. I really mean it. Okay, so I know this is kind of a thing for girls, like, traveling with a partner. Yeah. Because. Let's just, let's just say it. Because you have to poop in the morning. Yes. Or in the night, whatever your schedule is. And normally when, when you first start dating, it's kind of like, oh, my mom's calling. I got to go to the lobby. And you'll go to the lobby and obviously you're not calling your mom. You're going to the bathroom. But I did not have that luxury because there was no lobby and there was no phone calls to make because my entire family was with me and I also didn't have cell service. And you would have had to be escorted to another area. And I would have had to call the tent attendant, which is funny because Moxie had to. (laughs) That's so niche. Anyways. So basically we get to the first camp and I, you know, assess the scene. I'm like, we gotta, we gotta create strategy here. Right. Like this, there has to be some type of routine because I'm not just okay with free for all. Right. Every man for himself. Some people in the bathroom, curtains are open, even though the curtain (laughs) does absolutely nothing. Like, no, I need some like establishment here. So what we decided on was in the morning you get a wake-up call from your tent attendant because that's how they handled things there. I'm not really sure. It was very nice. They brought you coffee. And I said to G, I was like, okay, the coffee man is going to come and you're going to take the coffee on the porch. Like we had a little seating area Mm -hmm. outside the tent Mm -hmm. and you're going to play your podcast as loud as you humanly can. Full volume. Get the speaker if you need to. I don't care about the other tents. I don't care about the lion taking a nap 30 yards from here. All I care about is that you can hear absolutely nothing. Are you a loud pooper? And that all. No, but I just don't want anything. Like, I want him to feel like he's in a different room than me. Okay. Because I was just trying to create the, like, the vibe that no one was there right because i for me it's not like the loudness it's the stage fright of it all right like i just want to know that no one can see and hear me or smell you 
or smell me, but that's, you know, I'm not even going to get that luxury because I'm in a tent. There's no what was, candles. There's nothing. What was the the filter system like? Zero. Okay. So oh, it, no. When did it, the that's air, a lie. The it air wasn't is zero. solid. It wasn't zero. We had little roll-ups, like fruit roll-ups on the side <laughs> of our tent. <laughs> and we could roll them up. But it was really cold there. So you like wouldn't want to unless it was an actual emergency. Okay. So the air is stagnant. Still as a still as can be. Okay. So I just wanted to let everyone know that's ever been on vacation with like a significant other, or maybe like you're just like starting to date and you go on a little weekend trip and you're like, oh, like this pooping situation sucks. I've had it worse. <laughs> I've had it worse. And until someone can top this, then I think I hold the spot for the worst situation ever. Oh, do you know the story? It wasn't like long term and it wasn't like multiple nights. But do you know the story of when I had an intestinal infection on the Inca Trail? Because <laughs> <laughs> that might have been worse. I had two weeks of this. That's hard. That's really hard. And there was no like end in sight. Yeah. But I don't know. Can you tell me about it? Yeah. I'll tell How you. did you get it from the water? <sighs> no, it was freaking my fault, of course. <laughs> As is everything. It always is. I'm the problem. So Justin and I also keep in mind we were, I was 19. So this is like peak insecurity. Self-conscious, yeah. Time. Other than maybe middle school. And Justin and I were dating and he came to visit me. I was living in Argentina. We met in Peru and we were doing this like three can i clarify you guys didn't meet in peru you guys met in corona we met in corona it almost sounded like you met justin in peru no we met up (laughs) (laughs) we intentionally met each other there (laughs) okay and so we were doing this like i can't remember three or four day hike and along the way you stay in like essentially like small huts like people's homes like treehouse vibes and maybe the second day everybody and again it was like a situation like you're talking about like you're served whatever you're served it's like a timing like everyone's on the same schedule yes and like for food like you don't have choices like you get what they make you except it was like even less organized and regulated because like you're literally staying in huts of people like it wasn't at all like a you know luxury pre-planned yeah it wasn't through a service organization no no. so like whoever you're staying with they so these were like locals local peruvian families that housing you yeah that like truly live in the jungle like in the depths of the jungle it took you two days to hike there and like a donkey brought in all of the materials and food a few days ago and then they go back and then they do it again and i'm familiar right so we're one day we're served a fish dish now, I don't like cooked fish, period, anywhere. But this one, skin intact, eyeballs intact, and I couldn't do it. And I was, like, trying to be nice and kind of just, like, move it around so it looked like of I was course. eating it and, like, not going to say no. Obviously, like, wanted to be respectful, but I knew, like, physically I would vomit if I ate it. So I was just, like, pushing it around or whatever. And the guy noticed and was like, oh, like, we'll make you something else. We'll make you something else. And made me a plate of scrambled eggs. Now, when I was eating the eggs, I knew. I knew. (laughs) He made you scrambled eggs. Yes. Yes. And when I start eating the eggs, I knew. Something was off. Were they runny? I don't remember them being runny. 
but I just remember being like, this isn't right, but I can't not eat two things that I'm served. Obviously the second being just for you, just specifically for me, because I was being a little bitch about the fish. So I ate it and I was out of sorts (laughs) (laughs) from both ends. Immediate wake up upon wake up. Like I woke up and it was like, it was this discomfort that I've never, I still to this day have not felt again. It was like, it literally felt like somebody poured battery acid in my intestines. Like that's how it felt. It was like, yeah, like it just felt acidic and bad. (laughs) Did Justin eat the fish? Yeah, he ate the fish. He was fine. Everybody else was freaking fine. So whatever. We're there. We're like playing with these monkeys and I'm having the tea of my L and immediately I'm like, oh no, I'm about to experience something bad. And I like run away, throw up and then out the other end, like it's back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. Like you almost don't know what to do. You need like a bucket while sitting. Yeah. So we're literally in the jungle. Right. Like there's there's really nothing for us to like. No hope. We can only hike to wherever, even if we tried to get to a hospital, like it would be hiking. So we continue on the trip, whatever. I'm just like trying to power through it, having to stop a lot along the way. And then we get to zip lining. No. Yeah. And so I'm not going to pass up zip lining. And also the alternative is me hiking to the other end of this. Like it's not any better. It's almost worse. It's worse because it's longer and like more physically taxing. And now I'm At dehydrated. At you're just sitting. Right. So I'm like, okay, I'm ziplining with oh explosive diarrhea. <laughs> like it is what it is with my 19 year old boyfriend. Literally. Nightmare. Nightmare. So I go, I'll spare you the details of like the zipline experience we can only imagine and what was happening there but I get to the end of it and I'm like bolt like I clip unclip myself I'm like sprinting I'm like yelling to the people I'm like where's the bathroom where's the clothes bathroom they point and like from afar it looks like this like nice little hut bathroom I'm like sweet I'm gonna be there for a while so excited I get there it's three walled and like by wall I mean like three yeah like plywood you know as in open-sided open front facing this beautiful creek like this like idyllic wonderful little scenery and then I look at it and it's like literally a bucket over a hole in the ground and I'm like okay here we are and so I sit and I go whatever and then my friend comes down that we were with and she's like do you need anything we're talking she's she's above me and I'm just like mortified so upset so dehydrated crying explosive everywhere and she's like Justin's coming and I can hear now his footsteps running no. down the hill. Stop and him. I, I have never screamed like I screamed in that moment. I was like, don't come here. Like yelling because Kate, Why did she let him come? What she, a, what a she fake panicked. Friend. She panicked. She was a nice girl. She was a nice girl. But she just like panicked. And it was terrible. And like several days it continued. And like. It just, it wasn't good. It wasn't a good situation. And none of the bathroom situations, like, served what was happening very well. So it was just, it was a big no. bummer. That is tough. But, like, ten years later, I still haven't, like, farted in front of him. At no, least they not can, on purpose. they can never know. Yeah. Well, now I'm pretty sure that Gerardo knows I go to the bathroom. <laughs> but he'll never see it. No. Or hear it or know of it. Right. Although, I came scarily close with that reality yes in africa 
Well, the part that scares me the most is just the no ventilation. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Had a little perfume. Ours was a little bit different in, in the Sahara. Like, there was basically, like, almost, like, cubicle walls blocking mm. off the bathroom, which was nice. And then it was separated, like, sink to toilet. However, um, there it didn't – the walls didn't go up to the ceiling, and there was no roof on top of the bathroom. So it was essentially, like, just, like, blocked off the view – but the scent and the sound. Oh, yeah. No blockage. Yeah. So. I mean, I would be fine with the view. Oh, yeah. The view is fine. No, no. I would be fine with view blockage. I would have taken that. Oh. At the stage, I don't mind the view. Justin poops in front of me. Yeah. But at the stage that I was at. Yes. I wanted the view. Right. Blocked. Right. Like, I just wanted some I see. degree of separation. I see. I, yeah, true. Like, there was zero. I'm thinking as the observer. You're thinking as the participant. I'm thinking of best participants. <laughs> okay. Oh, if it was just, if we were just worried about G being the participant, he would have taken it that way. Like, he would have probably preferred it that way <laughs> so we could talk more in the morning. <laughs> the problem, hi, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. Yeah. Yeah. Me you too. Know? Me too. But, like, I feel like all girls are. Do you know what I mean? Like, when you first start dating someone, like, on a trip? Are you kidding? No, it's very stressful. You, you just don't go sometimes. Oh, when Justin and I first started dating and I would stay at his house in, well, I can't remember where he lived. Like, you used to drive home, right? No, I would drive to the sketchiest, like, under a freaking freeway gas station in the middle of the night. I would wait for him to go to sleep and I would lie there having to poop so bad. And I would drive under a freeway to, like, a 76 gas station and ask, go in there and ask for the key. That's crazy. And go to the bathroom at midnight at this gas station and drive back. Did this place have one bathroom? Couldn't you just go to the one like... No, actually, it had two. And and none of them were connected to the bedroom. Like, there was no reason I couldn't go to the bathroom. I was just 17. Right. So. Shoot. Well, if any of you guys have experienced anything like this, please let us know. Yeah. Some people don't care. And truthfully, we shouldn't. Like, we, sh- no, we, we shouldn't. shouldn't normalize this, like, insecurity, but. I'm not normalizing it. It's just so internalized <laughs> in me that I don't think, like, there's some things where it's just, like, I'm going to have it, you know? Right. Like, I can get past, like, the body image, the makeup, the clothes. Like, okay. But this, like, let me have this. <laughs> you, you can have private pooping. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so, was there anything else about your trip that felt particularly noteworthy? oh we also didn't work out for like two weeks whoa that was crazy so i feel like that was huge but we were walking a ton and we were eating food that's not poisonous garbage so you were walking a ton oh true i was in a vehicle for eight to ten hours every day true like i genuinely like my steps would be four (laughs) like i would look down and i'd be like oh okay (laughs) like what is it called a deload week where you don't like i had a deload half a month. Mm. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Where I really just let my body rest. That's good. Mm-hmm. I'm sure like it wanted some steps or some movement. I'm sure. It got zero. She didn't do her body weight exercises or yoga. We did one. That's good. So did you guys, right? You did that one? We went to the gym once. Yeah. What are you excited for for the rest of the year? Um... Hmm. I'm excited for your 12 days of fitness tips. Oh, yeah. Look out for that. I might do 25 days. I have too many tips. That's a lot. 
25 gym tips? Yeah. I'm excited. I think it'll be good. No, it's going to be it's going to be great. Kate's 30 days of gym fits is going really well. The people like the ones where she's shirtless mostly. Yeah, so I'm having this moral debate where <laughs> I only get like high views if I'm shirtless. <laughs> okay. Not actually shirtless. I just, you know, shirtless from the back. It's like this trend where you like put your clothes on from the back. Uh-huh. And I've seen it like all over reels and I was like, hey, might as well give it a shot. Give it a shot once like blows 10x up. 10x the number of views. Right. And I'm like, oh, like the people like it. For some reason, I didn't do it for the next three. But then I did it once more because I was like running out of ideas because honestly, I don't know how these fashion girlies do it. Filming yourself alone every day gets so monotonous. Also, just like, I don't know, you feel silly. Oh, I've gotten way past that. Music helps. I've started playing music. Mm. That's why you can can see me dancing in some of them. Yeah. It's not like I'm dancing silently. Okay. I'm like doing a little dance to the, my music that's playing. That's or, helpful. It's normally Taylor Swift. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so they really like it when they can see my back. <laughs> Her bare back. <laughs> and yeah, keep your eyes peeled. Also, I want to do like a roundup of like, like which ones were best also nick carter challenged me to do um no repeats so now i'm doing no repeats not even of an item no item repeats you're not gonna do the alpha elite leggings again not the same color oh okay so color okay color counts as no oh oh my gosh color i have to repeat right because some things i buy in different colors okay but article repeats got it none cool except for shoes he let me have shoes nice i can't wait to see what he has to say about my gym tips yeah, he'll probably have a lot to say. <sighs> Some people are hypercritical. That's why we're self-conscious and have issues with our body image. Yeah. Nick all Carter's thanks the reason. People, all <laughs> thanks to people like Nick Carter, who comes in tie-dye, everything. Grateful Dead. a goatee. With a goatee. <laughs> He's the reason for my body <laughs> image issues. <laughs> Sometimes it's easier when you simplify <sighs> things, okay? It really right. is. So things to look forward to this season. We're definitely going to be talking about glyphosate and um, <laughs> food. I know you're excited to talk about something in particular. The water. Water. I'm so excited. And I have actual like tips to give and provide. I'm not just going to like talk about glyphosate where I don't have solutions. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come up with fucking solutions for a <laughs> rampant nationwide problem (laughs) maybe you should have gone into government you could have fixed it nothing gets fixed there i know so that's not what i meant we obviously talk about a lot of things where there's like no end in sight no fixing it right but with the water i do have tactical tips that i am excited to provide that was another thing in europe is like i don't really drink alcohol regularly here but when i do like i have literally one glass of wine or one gin martini and i wake up in the morning with a headache like 100 percent of the time there's no avoiding it out there i was drinking like a fish and <laughs> gulp 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 and not one time did i feel hungover because i was drinking mineral water that was actually hydrating me nonstop. I have a really um, cool anecdote about that for when the episode comes out. Cool. So, yeah, we're going to do more solos this season, I think, because we have a lot to say, I think, on our own, <laughs> as you guys can see. We just talked No shortage minutes, of opinions. 30 minutes about pooping. So <laughs> I'm sure we can rummage up some like little topics to give you. Yeah. So female hormone health is um, a hot topic that we are going to talk about as well. Yeah. 
And I also want to, this one's kind of random and you guys can let us know what you think, but I want to talk about um, clothing cycles and where your clothes actually go when you donate them and what some of these companies that are sustainable are actually doing. Whoa, I can't wait to hear about that. So yeah, I've been making a list in my phone for things that I want to bring to our solos that aren't just like biochemistry because I was kind of a biochemistry girly last <laughs> season and I- She's over adenosine. I don't know if that's like the image that I want to like keep up. Okay. Although I will probably have some. Okay. Well, I'm so excited. I don't know about you. I'm really excited too. I think we should touch on a lot of like the mental health stuff we talked about today too. Like when it just comes to body image and self-respect and all of it because it's rough out there. And I think more people are struggling than we think. So couldn't agree more. Let's talk about it. I'm really excited. Cool. Happy to be back. Thanks for listening, guys. Oh, also, can you guys share our podcast with a friend? Thanks. (laughs) 